Hello, kings and queens and in-betweens, sinners, saints, and I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another redonkulous episode of Yas Jesus! I'm Danny Prince and as always, I'm here with... Azariah Southworth. <laughs> That's correct. And stick around, because today's episode theme is Leviticus Ridiculous. That's right, we're going to break apart the most ridiculous thing in the Bible, Leviticus. Um, so get into the pew pew pews, get yourself comfortable, and everyone's welcome here, because here at Yash Jesus, we believe... No one's favorite Bible verse in all of Christian history comes from Leviticus. Nobody likes it. Nobody wants it (laughs) at all. (laughs) She's not cute. She is not cute. So we're going to get into all that, but settle yourself because we cute and we got some (laughs) The Pittsburgh Tribune Review reports the longtime treasurer of a Mount Pleasant Township church was arrested this week after admitting to state troopers he stole at least $150,000 from church coffers and spent a large portion of the money on pornographic websites. Oh, it always leads back to According to court records. I can't I <laughs> I don't know anything about this. I don't I can't <laughs> No, relate this to is this <laughs> You know, this is the first. We have someone that's admitting uh, to stealing something. Um, how many times have people stole from churches? I mean, yeah. ridic- I know that big. There was that big theft at Joel Olstein's church, and it was like four, something like three or four million dollars in one Sunday's collection plate. By the way, which the insurance covered right right and they said that there was no way that anyone from the outside could have got into it that was probably an inside job um this is crazy who was this person so glenn e yothers he's 56 years old of unity is charged with theft by deception and theft by unlawful taking in connection with writing one hundred fifty thousand six hundred and six dollars and 22 cents no i made up that sentence part uh to himself from accountants of saint paul lutheran church which is located in the village of trogger trogger um but the state police said the transactions occurred between 2015 and 2019 so she was on a porn spree for four years Lord, I'd like to take a moment, Lord, to please pay for my Sean Cody account. Right. Lord, we <laughs> no, need she... you. <laughs> no. Um, this is, I don't want to make fun of somebody slipping up because, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty, um, a, it's a slip up. I mean, even if it was for four years. Uh, but, you know, people are weak. This is just like, you know, we just have to, you know, everyone's always pointing fingers. So it's nice to just be like, hey, this is gay. This is Christian. This happened. Yeah. And, you know, as, as a teenager who stole his neighbor's dildos, I can understand a slip up like this, you know, and, and there's grace for those who are willing to admit and own their wrong and to move forward, right? So, Glenn, there's grace even for you. I hope the porn was good, though. Even though I'm completely happy to claim anyone um, into our church that watches porn, uh, but like, why, why um, I mean, I don't even know if it's a gay porn. Is it definitely gay porn? Oh, we don't know. We don't know those details. But let's just hope that if that in this um, incident, in this slip up, that at least they had varied porn. We could hope that. Uh, we hope oh, that. Gosh, well, poor, you, you know, poor Glenn. Uh, hopefully you'll do better, Glenn. Um, well, you know, Glenn, you, well, you could pray. We could pray for Glenn. Um, we could, uh, and uh, we could praise that uh, none of us got caught with our misgivings. But this is the time for the praise report and the prayer request. Um, 
this is the time of our show where if you have something you want to thank God extra for, it's uh, time to add a praise report, and we will all praise God with you. And if you have something you want to ask God for, uh, then you can give a prayer request, and we'll add it to our prayer list. Uh, We have our first praise report. What's our praise report for this week, Azzy? Well, according to NPR, more than 19% of the U.S. population have been vaccinated. So... Yeah, so we are making progress in the fight against COVID and, you know, emerging from this era of the pandemic. So my mom's about to go have an operation. That's like a prayer request, right? But we went to go get her to get her COVID shot and she turned 65 on the 31st of this month, which is the day before her operation. And they wouldn't let her get the shot. Uh, so she's going to go to the surgery and then have the shot after, which is which will be fine. But it's just they're being really strict about some of this. I, some places are being strict. Some places are not. Um, they were saying in Boston, if you just roll up with somebody that's over 65, they'll give you one. So like everyone's like knocking on their next door neighbor's doors and becoming friends with old ladies to get a shot. <laughs> um, you're just like, Mrs. Wilson, um, maybe you'd be interested in grabbing a cup of coffee and a Remember shot. Remember when I used to rake your yard? Yeah. Well, hopefully it'll happen real fast. They're saying by May that everyone will have it, uh, which sounds really good. Uh, So now we have a prayer request. This comes to us uh, from Joel. um, And Joel requests to God to please open wide the doors of the church so that all of God's children are embraced and then unleashed, unencumbered into the world. That's beautiful. Um, We will add that to our prayers, Joel, if that's something that's heavy on your heart, right? So we're always heavy on our heart that that happens. But um, especially this week, we're glad to hear you uh, tell us what you're feeling. We'd love for all of you uh, to leave a message with us or write in to pray at yasjesuspod.com. Or you can go to yasjesuspod.com and you can leave an audio message and leave us your praise report or your prayer request. I'd also like to add my mom, Denise, who's going for the first of two hip surgeries uh, next month. Um, it's something that I'm dealing with right now. I'm taking it to all our doctor's appointments. And it's really, it feels like by the grace of God that this is happening. My mom had an attempted surgery where something went wrong with the anesthesia. And she died for a moment on the table and they revived her. And she's been so upset about trying. Who wants to go do that again after that happened once? Um, uh, she just had. She just felt that all of her decisions and everything that happens in her life, the Lord is watching her. So turns out uh, several years later, because COVID stopped the next attempt at this operation, uh, we found a surgeon that doesn't cut her muscle. It goes. He, he goes around her muscles, so she'll have a faster recovery. And now it's evident that the reason it didn't work out the first time was so she could have this amazing uh, surgery that only very few surgeons can do, uh, which is not going to cut her muscle. And now she'll be healthier for longer. So see, you never know, even when something seems so tragic or so horrible or so displaced that God has your back. Um, so I'd like to just pray that my mom has a very successful first surgery so we could plan the second one. Um, Azzy, we're going to take a little break. And when we get back, uh, we're going to have the scripture of the day. Are you ready? All right. I'll be right here, girl. All right. Stick around, everyone. And it's time for the scripture of the day. Scripture of the day. Oh, oh, oh. Scripture of the day. Oh, oh. It's soul food. That's right. It's the scripture of the day. And it comes to us from Leviticus Ridiculous. What is it, Azzy? Ah, Leviticus. Here we go. Chapter 10, verse 11. You are to teach the people of Israel all the statutes that the Lord has spoken to them through Moses. This is 
sums up what Leviticus is. Okay, the book of laws, right? So what do you know about uh, Leviticus, Azzy? Well, she doesn't like me. I can tell you that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was used to condemn queer people. That's right. They're always using that against us. I bet no one can name a verse from Leviticus apart from the two that are used to condemn LGBTQ people. Mm-hmm. And there's a website called Top Verses. Oh, my gosh. That is like Top Verses is a joke on its own. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, go to the website Top Verses and see what you Just get. Just don't steal the money from church to pay for the membership. <laughs> Maybe this is what he actually paid for, and they confused it uh, for porn. But there's a website called Top Verses. It says that Pete, the person who's running this website, sorts every verse in the Bible by how often it is used on the internet. So it's basically like a Google ranking for Bible verses. Yes, yes, yes. And you can search by book of the Bible. So when you type in Leviticus, guess what the most popular verse is? Spell it, girl, spell it. Leviticus 18.22. We all know it. If you've been to Pride, you've seen the signs. You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. They just mean you have to use more lube, right? No, okay. That that verse was the hundred and the hundred and first more popular searched verse in the entire Bible. What? Mm-hmm. And the second most popular verse from Leviticus. You know what that would have been? Leviticus 2013. If you've been a pride, you also know this one. If a man lies with a male as with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall be put to death. Their blood is upon them. I just got an idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. What if we, we should look up and see if Leviticus1822.com is taken and have it route to Yash Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. my feeling is that these are being searched by people who are terrified of what their fate might be. And mm-hmm. not, and you know, as well as naysayers and haters. So, and we want them all to come here to Yash Jesus. So that yeah, would be interesting that. to find out if that's, I mean, that would be a website worth paying for with church money. That is. If you're listening, you didn't hear this, okay? we're gonna do it before this airs and just see if it's possible (laughs) but the verses that we're reading are from the nrsv translation which uses the lie with language and if you read another translation the niv it says you shall not have sexual relations so it gets more explicit because you know as we discussed we're talking to rocky from the the director of the 1946 movie uh, Bible translations are political processes. And the NIV people wanted to make sure it was super sexual. But you know what? The verse says, don't lie with a man as a woman. Or don't have sexual relationships with a man as with a woman. And you know what? I don't have sex with a man like I would a woman. I'm gay. And I like my men to be man. Um, and sometimes my men to be fam. But I'm having sex <laughs> with them just like they were a man because they are. Okay, and that's as far as we're going to talk about those two verses, because let's look at the rest of Leviticus. Let's look at Leviticus as a whole. Why do we have this book? What's in there? Yeah, so Leviticus is part of what is called the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible. It starts with the creation of the world and takes us from Adam and Eve, Abraham, Sarah, Joseph, and his Ketamapasim, Ketanut. 
cat I can't say it right. Ketanet Pasim, which we all know now means princess dress. Yes, your Ketanet Pasim is burning. Okay. <laughs> and then it takes us to Moses in Egypt. So we get the story of the Exodus as the Israelites were fleeing Egypt to go back to the promised land. Because the community was so massive and the people were pretty unruly, God set down some rules. And at first, it was just the Ten Commandments, but over time, there were more and more rules. So, like, the Jews were living with the Samaritans at the time as they're, you know, going back to the Promised Land, and they felt that they started losing their identity. And so, they saw what the Samaritans were doing and were like, okay, well, we're not going to do these things. So, maybe the Samaritans were, like, you know, lying with men, you know, and... So that's you know we've seen a lot of people feel like identity is such a big issue. We've seen this in the United States over the last mm-hmm. year. Folks who do not like to be told what to do, yeah. wear a mask. Nope, that's not my identity. <laughs> Social distance. Nah, get a vaccine. Well, we'll wait and see what everybody else does first. Like it, you know, it's a big problem. Yeah. So Leviticus really laid out a structure for how to live every day, especially as a Jew living amongst the Samaritans, trying to get to that promised land. But some of the rules got really strange and specific. So if you think that Leviticus just condemns the queers, honey, have we got news for you? We have probably all violated the rules in Leviticus many, 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 many times. You hear that? We've all violated, violated, we've all violated Leviticus. I even violated the word violated. Every single one of us. Leviticus gets pretty ridiculous, which is why Leviticus Ridiculous is a great drag name. Um, I've said this before. This is my free suggestion to any queer Christian upstart drag queens. Use it, please. Send us a photo or video of you dressed as your drag version of Leviticus Ridiculous at Yes Jesus Pod. Or better yet, leave a prayer recording on our website as Leviticus Ridiculous. We really want to play more drag queen prayers on the air. Yes. Okay. Okay, so let's take a look at some of the other condom, condona- condoms in the Leviticus. <laughs> I meant to say condemnations, but condoms came out. So uh, but these are pretty wild. So according to Leviticus, God is really concerned with smells. Get a Glade plug-in, girl, and leave me alone. <laughs> a lot of Leviticus is about what form uh, sacrifices should take. So... There's a lot of what animal makes the right sacrifice, how to do it, and that's very detailed, and often these sacrifices are burned. So, what we know is God likes the smell of burnt flesh, apparently. Leviticus chapter 1, verse 17, then the priest shall turn it into smoke on the altar, on the wood that is on the fire, it is a burnt offering an offering by fire of pleasing odor to the Lord. To Lord. That must smell like the barbecue that uh, Meredith... <laughs> Our producer Meredith is enjoying right now in Texas. Uh, she, uh, she's eating some Texas barbecue there in the background. You know, But God also likes burnt carbs, okay? Because Leviticus 2.2 <laughs> says, After taking a handful of the choice flour and oil, which all its frankincense, the priest shall turn this token portion into smoke on the altar and offering by fire the pleasing odor to the lord mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so what we're telling you right now is that there are so many patches passages like this describing how to slaughter an animal and then burn it and it involves the phrase a pleasing odor to the lord so we're, we're explaining to you how specific leviticus can get 
and detailed in its rules. Have you ever seen a Bible verse tattooed on someone? Think that that is a sign that they are holy? <laughs> nope, they've broken Leviticus. Leviticus 19.28 says, You shall not make any gashes in your flesh for the dead or tattoo any marks upon you. I am the Lord. Mm-hmm. Oh. So there's also a lot of rules governing women during menstruation. So no surprise there. In Leviticus 20.18, If a man shall lie with a woman having her sickness and shall uncover her nakedness, he hath discovered her fountain, and she hath uncovered the fountain of her blood, and both of them shall be cut off from among their people. That's pretty severe. Uh, what is this having her sickness thing? Is this a rule against period sex? I mean, do you think that they, do you think that having your period is a sickness? I mean, it happens on a pretty pretty regular basis. Maybe they didn't have chocolate yet. And that language, discover her fountain. What is that? <laughs> but do you you remember the the penis episode that we did in our scripture of the day was may your fountain be blessed do you remember that yes well we thought it might have been a euphemism for penis but maybe it was a euphemism for menstruation maybe we got it all wrong we don't know but that's an example that we have there uh we have another way in which leviticus just shows how ridiculous she is leviticus 20 verse 15 if a man has sexual relations with an animal, okay, this isn't ridiculous. This is actually just very gross and just common sense. Just uh, this Leviticus got it right here. <laughs> okay. Uh, if a man has sexual relations with an animal, he shall be put to death and you shall kill the animal. Okay. Number one, gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, they needed a rule about this. Was this happening a lot? Um, that's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> like it was that something that they had to try to curb among the uh, wandering Israelites. Also, what did the animal do? I'm pretty sure it wasn't consensual, so this one really gets me. Um, yeah, it's about body perfection. This next one. Okay, so this next one, Leviticus 21:17 through 23. No one of your offspring throughout their generations who has a blemish may approach to offer the food of his God. So if you got that rash, you better clean it up first. For no one who has a blemish shall draw near. One who is blind or lame, or one who has a mutilated face or a limb too long, or one who has a broken foot or a broken hand or a hunchback or a dwarf or a man with a blemish in his eye or an itching disease or scabs or crushed testicles. What? (laughs) Oh, that was the thing. No descendant of Aaron, the priest who has a blemish, shall come near to offer the Lord's offerings by fire. Since he has a blemish, he shall not come near to offer the food of his God. He may eat the food of his God as of the holy, but he shall not come near the curtain or approach the altar because he has a blemish that he may not profane my sanctuaries for I am the Lord, I sanctify them. So I think this is a good point um, to point out that they were all about wholeness in this time, in this culture. That's why we see these verses about you don't wear different fabrics uh you know you don't wear silk with cotton even in leviticus because they're all about wholeness you don't plant two different types of seeds in the field because they're all about wholeness you know and so that's kind of who's to say who prepared the coffee lemonade and donuts at fellowship do you know <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. there are all these weird little tiny things and that they that they don't want people to do and what did they have against aaron they were just like forget aaron he's got a blemish 
And everyone that mm-hmm. comes after him has got a blemish. Like, Aaron's, like, really pissed. He's like, come on, guys, cut it out while they're writing this. Well, you know, so, maybe this wasn't about wholeness, but, like, what we what you said earlier, uh, it's more about body perfection. That makes more sense to me. And it's it's misdirected wholeness, really. You know, like, like... All of the things that would keep people away from worship are getting people to enter the temple. I think this is just, like, what people deal with today with body positivity, how they do not feel on Instagram like they belong because other people are telling them they got to look a certain way or act a certain way or do a certain thing. It's this holier than thou thing that people possess something that they think that is that that makes them better than other people. I think if you love yourself from within, that love could only come from God and it shouldn't matter what you look like or what you do or who you sleep with. That's the truth. Um that's what we see here that um this rule and so many others was used but specifically this one to keep people with disabilities out of the priesthood for years. So they were really being the gatekeepers of what a priest and the holy people could look and act like and have access to. Instead of seeing people as beautiful creations of God, this list finds so many ways to exclude. It reads like a horrible person's grinder profile. <laughs> uh, let's see if we can reread this list like a grinder profile. It's like, um, excuse me, um, no one with blemishes, uh, no blinds, no lames. Crushed testicles? Um, mm uh, nobody who has a mutilated face or a limb too long. Okay, maybe the limb too long one might be okay. <laughs> it's ridiculous. No under five feet. Nobody, nobody feisty under five feet. Uh, this is awful. Must love burnt sacrifices. <laughs> Must love the smell of carbs. But don't eat them. Six packs only. It's horrible. What's the next one? Let's move on. All right. So this one creeps me out. Leviticus 26, 29. You shall eat the flesh of your sons and you shall eat the flesh of your daughters. Wait, what? Is that a rule? Is that something that you have to do? No. It's more of like a big punishment for not following God's orders in Leviticus which I'll remind us, none of us have completely followed God's commandments. So if you read it in context, it makes a little bit more sense. So here we go, Leviticus 26, 27 through 33. But if despite this, you disobey me and continue hostile to me, I will continue hostile to you in fury. I in turn will punish you myself sevenfold for your sins. You shall eat the flesh of your sons and you shall eat the flesh of your daughters. I will destroy your high places and cut down your incense altars. I will heap your carcasses on the carcasses of your idols. I will abhor you. I will lay your city's waste, will make your sanctuaries desolate, and I will not smell your pleasing odors. I will devastate the land so that your enemies who come to settle in it shall be appalled at it. And you, I will scatter among the nations, and I will unsheathe, unsheathe the sword against you. Your land shall be a desolation and your cities a waste. That reads like a Donald Trump speech. (laughs) Because I am what? Sickening. (laughs) This just sounds like God is like a drama queen in the interior illusions lounge. He's like, she's like really, really pissed off. You really pissed me off this time. I will make your life so miserable that you're going to start eating your children. Your dead lifeless body will be laid on top of your idol. Like it's crazy. Oh my god, I bet whoever wrote that like just got wasted one night and just really mad at like his fellow priest roommate or something. Awful. 
Oh my gosh. But once again, this is supporting the fact that we need a dramatic reading of Leviticus by a drag queen. So yes, that's we what need we to get Shangela <laughs> up in this piece right now. We've <laughs> got to end this. There's so much more Leviticus ridiculous, but I think we need a drag queen to help us with this. We know you're out there. Who wants to put on a wig and read a little Leviticus with us? Get into it, Leviticus Ridiculous. We're waiting for you. You guys, today for our tithe, love offering, charity act of good, please put a verse from Leviticus on your dating app profile, but don't tell people where it comes from. And see if you get any questions. See if anyone knows where it came from and tell us how it goes at Yash Jesus Pod. Um, <laughs> Eat the flesh of your sons and your daughters. <laughs> uh, let's close for prayer. Um, God, please help us learn how to understand scripture, including Leviticus Ridiculous. We don't always get it. Uh, we'd like to pray, Lord, that you have make people have an open mind and look beyond just some of the exact text and think about what it meant for people of that time and not what it means in the grand scheme of things. We'd like to pray for that treasure at St. Paul Lutheran Church yes, who needs Lord. to find a way to find porn without resorting to theft. And please, like, let him know that, you know, one event doesn't define you forever. Hopefully, uh, he could find his way back to doing some of the good that he was doing in the church before he did that. Yeah, uh, Lord, I'd like to lift up my mama Denise and her hip surgeries. Like, it has been so difficult, uh, you know, just trying to make her have trust and make her have faith. But we have used uh, your guidance, God, and science to combine together to make her feel confident uh, that she could do this. Yeah, and we give we we praise you and pray for the vaccine that is rolling out and for more to get vaccinated um and for the conspiracy theories out there god help people give them the wisdom and discernment that they need to dispel those myths so that way they can make the right decision for them and their bodies and for the health of their self and those around them um and for joel uh, who asks to open wide the doors of the church so that all of God's children are embraced and then unleashed, unencumbered into the world. We join Joel in that prayer and we say amen to that. Thank you so much. And thank you all for listening to another ridiculous episode of Yash Jesus. Uh, you can find us on social media at Yash Jesus Pod or on our website at YashJesusPod.com. Hey, did you know that you can now leave an audio prayer request or praise report on our website? Because you can at yesjesuspod.com. We would love to share your voice and your prayers on the show. So drop us a line or send us a recording on yesjesuspod.com. It's yesjesuspod.com. Yes, do it now. Send us your praise reports, your prayer requests, your episode ideas, your guest ideas, or even just a no crush testicles on your dating profile. We'd love to hear from you. Yash Jesus is hosted by me, Danny Franzese, and America's favorite homosexual, Azariah Southworth. Music, sound, editing, and all things audio are done by Chris Heckman. Our show is produced by the freaking Deacon Ross Murray. Special thanks to Sophie Serrano and Meredith Pauly. Yash Jesus is brought to you by Oddity. Oddity execs are Ryan Lochner, Jessica Bastillos, and Steve Michaels. Keep praising the Lord, y'all. And don't crush them testicles. Wow. <laughs>